Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011 at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get ready to buckle up and take a ride in your favorite concept car. Welcome to Kids and Cars. This show is all about cars and hosted by two kids who know a thing or two about cars, even though they don't drive. On Voice America Kids, let's get it started in revving. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the program on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Anthony Erdo, and, and you are? I'm Andy Henke. He's my guest because Riley, Riley couldn't make it. I don't know why. That's okay. We all need a break sometimes, but she's probably busy. But I guess that wouldn't be a break then. Oh, and our topic today is... Well, I'm going to call it the Mustang Special, because Andy knows everything about Mustangs. There is almost no, everything. Probably almost all of it. Is that a phrase? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he knows lots of stuff. Yeah. And he's going to talk about that. And I will, I will also talk from what little I know, and you can laugh at me. Oh, okay. best part of my day. Tell us something. <laughs> How did the Mustang start? Well, um, the Mustang is... If you look at the logo, the logo is a Mustang horse, but the Mustang name didn't actually come from the Mustang. It came from a World War II plane called the uh, P-51. P-51 Mustang. I yes. know that one. Yeah. yeah I played World War so, II stuff. So, um, fun fact for you. And uh, the first Mustang was not the 65 Mustang. It was the 64 and a half Mustang. So. I also know something. The first Mustang was mistakenly sold to an airline pilot, <laughs> and um, because they were going to take it and just tour around the country with it to promote it, but the guy, someone accidentally sold it to the guy, and then ten years later, um, it only had a few thousand miles on it. Ten years later, he sold it and he got the millionth and one Mustang <laughs> that was made. So wow, that's it's funny. Yeah, I, I, I so, find that amusing. Um, you want to talk about the new Mustangs that are coming out? Maybe we should just go in sequential order. What do you think? Well, we uh, could. Well, let's start with the newer ones. You know, we can go we can backwards. Refer back, yeah. Back so to the future. Basically, the <laughs> new thing with the newer Mustangs for uh, any of you new buyers out there, uh, they started switching from I think it's I don't, iron alloy or a uh, steel steel em- engines. Was it, it steel? S- yeah. Steel. You said steel. Yeah, steel engines. Well, they they started switching to aluminum. So Good stuff. not only yeah, very. So <laughs> not only are is it faster cars now, but they're also a lot lighter. They're so. made out of airplanes. Just kidding. Probably not, but that's what airplanes are made out of. Yeah, if they were falling out of the sky. <laughs> it's, Mustang is really nice. and Well, I sat in one, and mm-hmm. it was nice. The seats were 
comfy. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like a cool car because it's a Mustang, and they're like famous. And you know the new body styles that they've got going. The gen, the fifth generation, it's it's amazing looking because you know they went back to retro styling. So another thing on the Mustang, they uh, started. Um sequential taillights they started making those stock so sequential taillights if you look at a mustang taillight there's three blocks on it what it starts is it say you turn the right turn signal on it starts one block two blocks and three blocks i which saw go, those yeah i thought they were really cool which actually um they got that from the uh 1960s t-bird thunderbird ford thunderbird so there's another fact for you that is very neat yeah so um let's see we're, we're flipping through the handbook thing that the for guy ideas, gave us, yeah. looking so, for ideas. One so. of the, <laughs> for the six-cylinder Mustangs, they started making them with uh, 306 horsepower. So for a six-cylinder car, that's pretty fast. That's faster than quite a few Most regular Most six-cylinder cars, cars um, are, what was it, 100 to 200 horsepower, and that's 300. So they're really squeezing all the horses out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs> is horsepower, I always wonder this, is horsepower measured in, like, horses actually pulling something? Horsepower, well, there's two different horsepowers. There's horsepower at the engine and horsepower at the wheels. It's basically just how much power is going through the car, how much gas it uses, and how much power it gets off of that gas. Because I always imagined, like, if I had, like, a thousand horses, could I, like, go 200 miles per hour in a carriage? And I was thinking probably not, but I was just wondering. In a carriage? <laughs> well, the carriage would probably break before I got up to 60. Oh, that's true. Because carriages are made out of wood. Fun fact for you, <laughs> there's... There's a company called Shelby that uh, modifies Mustangs. There's also Roush and Celine. Um, I happen to own one of the Shelbys. Anyways, well, they made a thousand horsepower. Your Shelby. dad does. Yeah, my dad. You, does. you don't own a car yet. Yet, <laughs> you'll get one. You could say I do. One day you'll get one. <laughs> Anyways, they made a thousand horsepower Shelby. They only made two of them, and the first one they built, a guy drove off a, drove off a cliff. Did he die? Yes. That's sad. He drove off a cliff. But that's like. Unless you had a parachute. That's a really interesting way to die. You drive a really fast car yeah. off a cliff. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Rest Poor in peace, buddy. Okay, what happened to the other one? I, I think it's just in Shelby's factory right now, which is in uh, Las, Las Vegas, Nevada. And you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. The show is Kids in Cars. I'm Anthony Erdo, and today is the Mustang Special. Keep talking, Andy. Did I interrupt you? No. I, no, I didn't. Okay, good. <laughs> You know, I like the Boss 302 Mustang. That's a really nice Mustang. Yeah, we, we actually pretty. took a look at one that oh, was yeah, today at the Earnhardt Ford dealer. It was uh, blue with uh, white stripes. Pretty cool car. It was very beautiful. And the engine was like, it had this like blue paneling, and it was pretty. Yeah, it's a blue engine cover. It was nice. I, I liked it. Like, if I had a Mustang, I'd probably want that one. Another thing that they're doing at the uh, dealer on the Mustangs is they're putting a uh, bar in the engine compartment across um it goes right over the engines and what it does is say you're taking a sharp turn at 60 miles an hour instead of like um the front end moving it keeps it in place and makes it more steady i i had this game called insane and you i downloaded thousands of cars for it not joking wow. <laughs> like because i was insane. i was obsessed with the game ah perfect and then um <laughs> And I remember there was a Ford Gran Torino, and when you jumped off, like, you jumped off something and you turned, like, the car would completely wobble. <laughs> so whenever you say that, I think of that, because it, it reminds That's me. That's interesting. Of it. 
I smell chicken. I'm not joking. Okay, let's keep talking. <laughs> um, V8s are powerful and stuff. Well, yeah, the... Uh... Oh, the Boss 302, I wanted to say this. The Boss 302 gets the same gas mileage as my mom's SUV. That's interesting. So, SUV or crossover? That, no, it's an SUV. Right, Mom? I guess. She said, I guess. So, I, <laughs> so I'm going to... I think that's an SUV. So, yeah. It's Sport not great gas mileage, but probably goes twice as fast. Probably. I want to yeah. look at the sheet thing. It has lots of features that are nice. It's got a suede-wrapped steering wheel. If you're into suede. <laughs> and it's got a cue ball shift knob in a unique gauge cluster and a unique rear spoiler. Wait, that's another car. Another thing they're starting to do on uh, most of the Mustangs is they're making them uh, six speeds. And speed basically means uh, it's how many gears you have in your gearbox. So it's six gears? Well, seven including reverse, but you call it a six speed. Well, yeah, because... I don't think reverse counts. Mm. Probably not. I don't think Unless you're racing backwards. There's a page <laughs> full of like old Mustangs and stuff, and there's this yellow one. It's a Boss 302 from the 70s. Oh. It's so pretty. <laughs> um, one thing that they also brought back is they brought back the 5.0 Mustang. So 5.0, I think it started in uh, 85, 5.0 Mustangs. Basically, they built a 5.0, 5.0 LX, and 5.0 GT. The uh, difference between the LX and the GT is the LXs, they made them lighter, but the GTs had more power. But the fun fact is that the LXs were faster because they were lighter, so they beat it in the long run. That and get her fast yeah. gas mileage, of course. Probably, because it's light mm -hmm. and smaller engine, too. Yeah. yeah. Five liters, we trays. Do they spell, how do they spell it? Like I-L-T-E-R? Yeah, I think so. I-L-T-R-E. Later, I th I've ER. seen both ways, and I I like the sec I like the first one because if you type if you do litre, but it's pronounced liter, that's weird. You should mm -hmm. just call it liter, and spell it like it is. That's why some things in the English language bother me because they're spelled completely differently than they yeah. sound. Yeah, or and then or I there's like seven words for one thing. Then I miss it on a spelling test. Or one thing for. I seven forgot words. I'm in high school. I don't have spelling tests anymore. Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> So we have to hit 400 horses was the goal for the 5.0 liter development team. Do I have to say the zero with 5.0? It's 5.0. You could just say 5.0. Well, do I have to say 5. Point anything? Because technically 5.0 is just 5. Well, the reason you want to say 5.0 is because it's a bigger engine. So that's a certain model that they make. But if I, if I said a 5 liter engine versus a 5.0 liter engine, they'd be the same thing, right? Because they're both... Yeah, One you, just yeah, has a zero. Yeah, so I'm just going to say 5 liter because I think saying .0 is a waste of time. Unless you're like me and you're used to the uh, older car names and it just bugs you. I, I'm not, so I'm, I'm going to bug you. Oh. <laughs> All right. I, like the, I love the red tint on this, on this boss in the picture. I can't show any of you. I wish I could show all of you. You could uh, probably look it up on uh, Ford.com. In fact, on... Uh, Ford's website, you can go online and you can actually make your own Mustang online and check out all the different options they have for them. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Let's take a break. Breaks. I'm Anthony. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. 
Looking for a great sports show from a kid's point of view? Look no further than Speaking of Sports. We've got the stats, scores, and inside news on what's happening all over the sports world. It's all hard-hitting, can't-miss action from your point of view. You'll hear different perspectives, opinions, and predictions from the fans and experts. Tune in to Speaking of Sports every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Miss just one minute of this show and you've missed out. When you're 11 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 11 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 11 and on to 12 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 11, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on The Voice. America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show. Welcome to the program on Voice America, and you are? I'm Andy Hinkey. Our topic today is. Mustangs. This is a Mustang special. And for all that technical jargon we were saying earlier about leaders and stuff, it means it goes really fast. Well, so, it's just the size of the engine. And that makes it go fast. Yeah, you could say that. Or slower if it's just tell, badly built. Tell the story about your your relative. Oh, okay. Well, um, my name's Andy Hankey, and uh, basically my whole dad's side of my family, uh, my dad's from Detroit, and so... All my dad's side of my family has worked in Ford dealers and Ford factories, and basically Mustangs are drilled into my mind, literally all. He's a Mustang expert. Yeah. Well, you, in uh, '66, my uh, uncle Bill he bought a '65 uh, Mustang for uh, two thousand dollars from a dealer in Detroit, and he uh, put two thousand five hundred dollars of parts in it. And okay, I'll just tell you this story. Um, he was cruising down one of the highways. Story time. <laughs> he was cruising down one of the highways one time and uh, got pulled over by a uh, Detroit patrol. And so when the guy got out of the car, he was just mad, so mad. And um, th- he said, what's the problem, officer? And he was tell- the officer was telling him about how the Detroit patrol cars could only go 100, 110 miles an hour. And he was, my uncle was going 110 to 150 <laughs> just on just on the highway, That's just awesome. cooking it. So another he was just so mad. Another thing that happened, well my grandpa was a cop. Doesn't wait in Detroit. Can I interrupt? Doesn't that there's um which one Mustang, which one was in bullet? Uh sixty eight fastback. I know GT. I'm almost positive that the top speed of that one is only hundred and fifteen miles per hour, untuned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not very fast if you think about no, it. No, that's that's fast well, for sixty. Define how do you define fast exactly? Um, in in terms of future, it's not fast, but in the past, it was mind blowing. Maybe in the future, like fifty years from now, we'll have cars that can go like five hundred miles an hour, and but like and street they drive cars themselves. and they drive themselves. Could be like Tron. That would be awesome. <laughs> okay, tell the story. Okay, well, um, my grandpa was a Detroit cop, and so. There was one other day with my uncle in the 65 Mustang. So he was just cruising down a street, and uh, a cop pulled up next to him and said, my Chevy can beat that. 
and the <laughs> cop pulled his patrol car into the, his driveway, pulled out a Chevy, and they raced. That's right awesome. on the spot. <laughs> and of course, my uncle killed it. Killed the Chevy. He chewed at that thing up. That reminds me of the time when we were driving to school, and there, I, I hope mom doesn't get mad at me for this story, or dad. Sorry, sorry, Dad. Um, okay, <laughs> well, we were driving to school in this, like, giant Ford F-150. No, not a F-150. It was, like, an F-250. They make them to 450s and 550s. Uh, well, it was the F-250, and it had raised suspension, and the guy was, like, revving the engine. That's and awesome. then, um, And then he was a fireman because I saw the little sticker that says you're a fireman on the back. And then the guy, and so then um, when the light turned green, we both hit it. And my dad, the guy wasn't actually intend, intending on racing. He only went up to like 40, and the speed limit was like 35. But my dad went up to 80. And then he's like, don't tell mom about this. Oh, well, I'm telling everybody. Oh, well. Apparently, there's 2,000 listeners of this show. So thank you to all of you that listen. I mean, that's pretty cool. I, I, I thought that, I, honestly, I thought it was like 100 people. But 2,000. So That's awesome. You're all awesome, and thank you for liking cars and liking us enough to listen to us. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> keep talking. Well, um, you have lots of stories, don't you? I mean, your your family is like the, the one of the Mustang families, and but you're not related family, to anyone yeah. specific. Oh yeah, he's a big musical person. Do yeah. we have any music shows, Perry? We do. Maybe you could be on one of those. Yeah, I play piano, drums, guitar, and bass. He plays everything. I play bass, but not that good. <laughs> well, define good. But anyway, um, Mustangs. We went to the dealer. Yeah, like we, we said went previously. to uh, Earnhardt Ford dealer. And Thank you very much, Tom G., for being our guide for the Mustang. Showing us around. Yeah. Oh, look. This Mustang, it's got GPS. That's really nice. Oh, thing. another thing they added in the Mustangs. Uh, what is it called? Something by Microsoft? Smart Sync. Smart Sync, yeah. So you could call people and just basically tell your car who to call and what you want to listen to if you're listening to music, which is pretty cool. Yes. Wait, I thought SmartSync was for syncing your... Do- I don't know anything, so I'm just going to stop talking because I shouldn't, like, guess everything. Although <laughs> I still don't believe Riley when she says that the cars can fix themselves. That's that's not possible. Oh. But Riley says that the Kia... At the place, they plug them into the computer, and then they do on the machine, and the cars fix themselves. But that's oh. that's not possible. I don't believe I think, it. I, I th- really don't. I think she <laughs> means that the car tells the people what's wrong because it has a computer. No, in it. she says, I, I said, isn't that what you mean? She's like, nope, that, the car fixes itself. And I'm like, that's not possible. So Artificial intelligence. I, have, I still have to Google it. <laughs> hey, Mom, can you Google that while we're talking? She is. Thank you, Mom. They have four models of Mustangs. Wait, no, they have more than four. Well, They've got... Do, do I you can count name the Shelby? Them. Well, I think we could... You want to talk about Shelby? Well, no. Um, yes, but... Well, I'll, I'll list the models. They have the V6, the V6 Premium. Wait, what's the difference? Oh, the, the Premium has, like, like nice stuff, like GPS <laughs> and, you know, all that well, good all stuff. The, that's all stock. Well, it doesn't appear to be stock on the I think regular V6. It just has a couple more options. I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm just reading off the paper. <laughs> uh, and then they've got the GT and the GT Premium. And I think most of these come in convertibles, except the Boss. Do you know what the Boss 302 is? And the Boss 302 is the next one? It's like the nicest one. Uh, the Boss 302 is actually a... Uh, they base. Oh, that's the fastest one. Well, actually, the GT500 is. Wait, but no. It's got slightly more RPMs. 
The Boss 302 <laughs> is actually a... Uh, they started uh, resolutions per minute. Revolutions. Revolutions. Oh, okay. Keep talking. Okay, well, <laughs> the, the Boss 302 was actually made in uh, 1969. So that was fourth year of the Mustang. Or fifth. Is that the yellow one? I've no, seen that's Trilangua. That's a racing team. Trilangua. Trilangua. I think. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's called Trilangua? Yeah. Anyways, um, that was just a throwback that uh, Ford did. And I'm hoping to see that they'll do a 429, which was made in uh, 1970. The big difference is just bigger engine, more power, more racing. Do you know why it's called the 302? Because I don't know what the 302 is for. And, uh, well... In the 60s, they made a 289 Mustang, uh, Bosch 302 in 1974-29. 289, I, I may be wrong. I think it's the horsepower, how much horsepower it had, and same with the 302, and same with the 429. It only had 300 horsepower? Well, that I guess that was, was a lot, lot back then. Yeah. <laughs> and now it has, let's see, it's, oh, it's got 444 horsepower. So and it's aluminum alloy. A hundred more horsepower, and it's a lot lighter. And better gas mileage. Ooh, these are, these so. are nice interiors. The V6 Premium has, like, red, and red is a nice color. One thing that's nice about the uh, 2000, I think, 2004 through 2012 Mustangs is, well, through the 80s and the 90s, they, they were kind of going off and kept evolving the Mustang into something new. But when they hit 2005 or 2004, they just threw everything back to the 60s. For and, the fifth generation. Yeah, and started just m- making their cars going back to the old stuff. Well, didn't they, like, change the shape of the Mustang into the really boring thing in the late 70s because of, um, what was it, emissions laws? And then they made it all boring and heavy and big. I That's what I read. I do not believe somewhere. in the 70s, the late 70s Mustang, so... Or early eighties. I like the I like the nineties ones, like what your brother has. Yeah, that's a nice Got one. Got a couple Mustangs. Like, uh, I like the Celine of that one. Mm-hmm. What's that? I don't know what the model's called. Do you know? For, oh no, I don't. I well, it's great, and you guys should look up Celine because they're an awesome company. They What's nice your favorite cars. Mustang? Oh, my favorite. Um, I do like the Boss three hundred two a lot, but I like the two plus two fastback. Mm-hmm. That's a nice one because I remember. What year? Uh, 1970, I think, mm-hmm. or 1972. Did they have it in 1972? I think so. I don't know because I remember I yeah. had a video game and it had that car, and that <laughs> car was awesome, and I drove it all the time. I actually have uh, three favorite Mustangs: the '65 red with a chrome and a white top convertible, and '68 um, nice fastback, basically bullet. And for all you Gone in 60 Seconds fans out there, the uh, 67 Shelby GT500 Eleanor. That's the, is that the gray one? Yeah. Well, it was gray in in the new movie, it's gray. And then the old one, it's like yellow with blue stripes. Mm -hmm. You know, I really don't remember almost anything of that movie, except it like didn't even have a story and it was just people driving nice cars fast. I, the only story I remember it was, was all like, about stealing cars. we're going to steal cars, and then they found a car with drugs in it, and then they burned the car, and that's all I remember. And then they just <laughs> drove cars fast. Let's take a break. I'm Anthony Erdo. Keep it right here. Oh, wait, and Andy is there. And Andy, you're Andy. listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show. Welcome to the program on Voice America Kids Network. I'm the Batman. I mean, I'm Anthony. <laughs> and you're Andy, and our topic today is Mustangs. That's right. I, I'm not the Batman, I promise. I'm the Joker. I revealed my secret identity, oh no. Okay, this Bostero 2 has got like red rims. That's really sweet. Look at that. Yeah, they do make red rims for Mustangs. Oh, that's so nice. I I like Mustangs a lot. Yeah. They're like, if I had to pick between a Mustang and a Camaro, I would pick Ty. That's how much I like Mustangs. You'd pick what? I'd pick a Ty. Oh, okay. Hey, look, they have the Posterior 2 in yellow with black stripes. Yeah, they, they started making new colors. I think I'd get that color if I got a Posterior 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you want to talk about Shelby's? Talk about Shelby's. You know more than I do. It was made by Carol Shelby. That's all I really know. Basically, Carol Shelby in the uh, 60s raced for Ford and uh, basically started making his own lineup of cars. If you know uh, Celine or Roush, they basically do what he does. Uh, Carol Shelby is uh, based in um, Las Vegas, Nevada. Pretty close to the Strip, actually. Um, basically, he takes Mustangs and he makes them his and puts parts where he wants them, adds horsepower, makes the cars look just like he wants them to. It's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, it is, like, really interesting. And he took the AC500, I believe, and turned it into the Shelby Cobra. Do you know the AC500? It's like a Shelby Cobra, but it's got an absolutely awful engine. Hmm. But then he gave an awesome engine, and then it made it into a supercar. So oh, okay. Everyone liked yeah. it then. That's when they started coming out. Yeah, so. In 68, they came out with the uh, GT500. Did you? Wow. Yeah. And they called, they, you could call it a Cobra. The Shelby Cobra GT500? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. You have a GT500. Well, your N- family does. A GT. Your dad Shelby does. GT. Yeah. We actually uh, bought... My family bought a uh, Shelby GT through Carroll Shelby. Interesting. We um, a couple years ago, four years ago, we oh, you went, went to the factory. Yeah, we went to the I've Shelby seen the factory. Pictures. There's like okay, everybody. There's like hundreds of Mustangs. They have a whole lot that's just full of 
when I went there, about 1,200 Mustangs. It was awesome. It was, like, the, uh, it, like, I love looking at the pictures. I could look at the pictures for 20 minutes. It was, it was cool. Um, we actually went to look at my dad's car being built, and when we got there, they had just shipped it out. <laughs> so it was already on one of their trucks going out to oh, show and then you had to go back home and yeah. actually get it. So that's amusing. Oh, and by the way, my mom Googled it, and she couldn't find the answer about the self-repairing cars. What did you Google exactly? Hello? Kia self-repair. Kia self-repair. I don't think they'd call it a self-repair. I don't know. Maybe they would. Yeah, I'll Google it. And Sounds I'll like s- the future to me. I'll Google it and say something different and see what comes up. Yeah, I really don't think they can do that. They, I, re- I I don't believe it. I'm sorry, Riley. Unless they have artificial you're intelligence. You're probably listening. And all of you other people that are listening, I don't know. Oh, look, this Mustang's drag racing. Yeah, I think drag racing's awesome. The only problem that they had with drag racing is the cars, they, they had thick tires to give them grip, which helps so much because you wouldn't just be during burnouts right. going down the track. Well, one thing that they had a problem with is the tires gripped so well and the cars took off so fast that the sides of the car would actually buckle from taking off so fast. That is not good. No, it's not at all. You know, I think drag racing is probably the second best form of racing besides street racing. What's your but favorite? Street racing. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't like to endorse that because I know it's illegal and people could die. But it's like, I don't know, it's artistic. Fast and the Furious turned me in, uh, into a street <laughs> racing lover. So uh-huh. I'm sorry for everybody who doesn't like street racing. Need for Speed it's is just that my, for me. I love Need for Speed also. It's an amazing game series. Good car well, racing Well, they split it off into three different series, and some are okay and some are great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then drag racing's awesome. I went to, um, what's that one place over somewhere? Firebird? Firebird, yes. I went there, and it was awesome. They also do drag boats, too. At Firebird? Yeah, dude, you can hear those those. drag boats from three miles away. Wow. Our school, me and Anthony go to a school that's right next to Firebird Raceway. Really? It is? Yeah. Why didn't anybody tell me? (laughs) Did you know that, Mom? You knew that? I'm, you should have told me. On days <laughs> that they run the boats, you can hear them from our school. Well, you got so to let me know when they run the boats so I can listen. <laughs> I don't think I have to tell you. <laughs> At school, like, it was going to rain, and then the thunder went off, and everyone started clapping. It was so happy. It was it was so cool. Okay, but anyway, back to, back to drag racing. Okay, at the Firebird place, they had Robosaurus, and it's like this giant dinosaur... And it eats cars, and then, like, it picks up the car, and it, like, it, like, blows fire on it, and then the car catches it in fire, and then it puts it in its mouth. Wait, does it put it in its mouth? Yeah, it does. It does. And then it, like, chomps on it, and then it drops it, because, you know, <laughs> they couldn't actually have it eat cars. And if you do happen to have a Mustang, you can actually uh, take that out to Fireberg for uh, open track times and just run your Mustang all out. Around. I remember. It was, so, it was so cool when we went. They gave me a free... Monster Energy, and then my dad took it away because I was only ten. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then at the end, they like after Robosaurus was done, like the lights went out, and then the lights came on, and like fireworks were going. Fireworks? I remember fireworks, but it might have just been my imagination. Probably, I don't remember. But then they played God Bless the USA, and it was like so awesome, and I felt so American. <laughs> it, it was cheesy to me, but I enjoyed the memory. <laughs> <laughs> But the cars were so loud, and they were they were fiery. 
and there were no crashes, thankfully. I always watch TV, and then it's like, this guy was drag racing, and then he crashed, and then it hits the wall, and it's like, Kush! and then everything <laughs> sort of breaks I like apart. those hand gestures. I, I'm, like, flailing my hands around. And then, um, yeah, and then it's like, he escaped unscathed, and the car's just a pile of metal. So, mm-hmm. lucky for those guys, they're alive. Yeah. That's great. Dra- racing is pretty dangerous. You could ask anybody, like Bondurant. What's interesting is... uh. I think Bondurant did race Mustangs. The guy that owned Firebird Raceway, uh, there's actually a racing school at Firebird Raceway called oh, yeah. Bondurant. And I think it's John Bondurant, maybe? Everyone's well, name is the guy's John. name is, La- last name's Bondurant, and uh, he runs a racing school there. And he actually used to um, run Mustang, the 2001 GTRs, which was a, a 2000 Mustang. And they were fast. My dad actually went to that racing school for a little bit. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you need a license to race? Like some special yes, Anthony. license? What is it? Uh, was that sarcasm? Well, no, no. Like just a driver's license. Oh, <laughs> I thought you need like a special license to go faster. I don't know. They make licenses for everything. They do. Fishing licenses, boating licenses. Makes me sad. But I'm I'm in law class, and the government has a right to do that. So whatever. Mm-hmm. America. You know, I really don't <laughs> like late 70s Mustangs. Did we already talk about that on the air? Yeah, the 70s, mu- the 70s Mustangs they were got pretty so weird. They got big and bulky to pass emissions testing. You yeah, know, they really went out of the if box. If I haven't said it before to any of you, I hate emissions testing. I think it's pointless and it makes me angry. And you know what? I don't think that it really matters in the grand scheme of things because no one drives cars anymore that really affect it, and it just wastes time and money. Well, one of the things is... Um, a lot of cars nowadays, some companies don't really take their time building it, so they don't do such a great job. And what happens is they, those cars actually put off admissions that are terrible for the atmosphere, and they can actually harm our atmosphere and harm us. That's why they have admissions testings, to get that car off the road and or fixed. Yeah, but, like, I read it on the Internet that if you drive your car really hard on the highway that it'll blow all the bad stuff out of your car temporarily, and then you get past the emissions test, and then you'll be okay. <laughs> That's an interesting thing. And I heard that some um, like uh, rich people that own fancy cars and stuff, to, for the cars to pass the emissions testing, because usually they don't, because you know it's like yeah. a really fast car, they whiff the engine from another car, put it in that car, test it, and then they take the engine out and put it in the original engine, and then it's okay to wow. drive. Technically, that, that I'm that's sure. That's technically illegal. No, I think that's legal because it's still the same car, but it's probably not what they intended for um, people to do. So, mm-hmm. you know, I really like sunroofs on cars because it's like a convertible, but you know, your hair isn't messed up. Mustang. <laughs> they actually made a Mustang concept where uh, the the whole roof was just glass. It just had a roll bar. I think they uh, made it in 2007. The um, concept car. It was pretty interesting. Looked. Like a concept car. <laughs> I've always thought that cars with, like, glass roofs. Well, not glass roofs, but, like, plexiglass. I don't know. They're heavy. Clear substance roofs were cool looking, but then I thought, well, what about the sun? And then that killed my argument for them. So, <laughs> you know, the Ford, there was this one Ford from the 50s, and it was, like, nuclear-powered. It mm-hmm. was really awesome, but, you know, it's pretty dangerous, so they never went into production. And let's take a break. I'm... Anthony, and you are Andy. I'm Mandy Hinky. And keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America.
We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show. Hi, I'm Anthony, and this is Voice America Kids Network, and I'm program... I'm... No, this is Kids and Cars, and that's Andy... And I'm Anthony, and we're talking about Mustangs, because Mustangs are awesome, and they're fast, and they're a really classic car, and it's oh, yeah. a representation of America. I'm Andy Henke, so uh, I guess we could start with um, what the Mustang came from. So, once Let's again, if the Mustang uh, didn't come from the horse, it came from the P-51 Mustang airplane. Just repeating that for all of you people mm-hmm. who forgot. Shame on you for forgetting so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, the Ford Mustang, they actually got a lot of the parts from uh, another 60s car called the yeah. Ford Falcon. I have so, a Hot Wheels of that. It's yeah. a pretty car. <laughs> Those are pretty cool cars. It was Mustang was actually supposed to be a family car at first, just for people. Not too expensive, not too cheap. But it is a bit. It was expensive for the time, though. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess they missed... Someone wrong there, but that's well, okay. Became the, the, an awesome car. What's cool is interesting is the first year Mustang was a. It wasn't the '65 Mustang. It was the '64 and a half Mustang. That's what they called it. Oh yeah, which did basically they release like new models half every half year. Somewhat, yeah. Yeah. So they can't. They just jumped into it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're ready. Yeah, basically, it had n- basically no chrome on it. There w- it was just doors and an engine and a top. So then they went to the 65 and 66 Mustangs, and that's when they started adding Chrome and the GT model. Is Mustang a little more separate from Ford itself? Because No. Like, in all this stuff, <laughs> I see a, a, a lot less, like, Ford logos and a lot more Mustang logos. Like, well, I, think, I think Mustang is to Ford as Ram is to Dodge. The catalog, or the, uh, catalog you have there is catalog. actually... <laughs> I don't have a yeah. catalog. <laughs> well, basically... Uh, Ford puts out catalogs for um, different cars, and they just want to stay on top. Well, I know, but as a car. whole, I mean, is like I think the Mustang is the equivalent to Ford as Ram is to Dodge. Like they Dodge owns Ram, but Ram is sort of its own separate brand for of trucks. Mm-hmm. So you could consider that. Yeah. I, I consider it's almost it like that. Shelby and Celine and Roush. 
Well, it's separate. Well, it's hard to explain because they're separate but the same. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't make any sense, but going on ma- with the uh, Mustangs. Yes. Uh, the <laughs> the first three or two and a half years of the Mustang, the tail lights. One way you can tell is the tail lights came out of the body. They were just set on the back of the car, and when they went from '66 to '67. They started making the taillights go inwards, so it's the classic three-block taillights. So that's when they started making them inwards. So the difference—that's the difference there—and it's got a little bit of wider body, a little bit longer, more sporty. Sporty. Yeah. Did, did they did they have spoilers back then? I don't think so. No. I wish. When did the first spoiler become invented? I want to know. Eighties. Eighties. 70s, something like that. Anyways, carrying on to the yes. uh, Mach 1 Mustangs. The Mach or 1. The uh, 69. I, no, I really, really like the Mach 1 Mustangs. Mach 1 Mustangs are is fast. That, is that separate from like a regular type of Mustang? No, that's that's basically like the uh, Ford Boss 302. It's just a special model that they came up with. It's got a different body design, though. Sli- yeah, it's slightly, slightly. different. Like, if you could probably t- it's probably the same chassis, but like the body has different taillights mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Headlights. That's a cool car. Another thing uh, that they started making in '67 and '68 for the Mustangs was Shelby came out with the uh, or helped for design the GT500 models and or Cobra models of cars, and they had a couple options. You could get the GT500 with the um, regular '67, '68 tail lights, or you could get a block which kind of looked like a T-bird tail light. So oh, I've it, seen. Yeah, I like those. If you've ever seen Gone in sixty seconds, Eleanor. Personally, I prefer the um the three, three and three. Yeah. What's it called? It's just again. It, it's just called standard. It, but the standard tail over the yeah. other ones, but I like the other ones too. Well, going on to sixty nine, uh, the year sixty nine for Mustangs. Instead of going inwards on the taillights or outwards on the taillights, they just went with flat taillights, and actually that's when they started putting spoilers on Mustangs, because the 69 Mustang, you could get it with a spoiler right. or without a spoiler. Yeah. I know that. So I, I prefer it with a spoiler, because without it, like the 2005 to 2010 Mustangs, it just looks bare. I like it either way. I like my Mustangs in any flavor or variety, except <laughs> I don't really like late 70s and or 80s yeah. Mustangs, but well, the, I like the rest. So. You can go on to the 70s Mustangs now. Yeah. 70s Mustangs, they got more, of course, cars evolve. They got bigger, right? Um, Didn't slightly. the Mustang get bigger over time? Yeah, and, and then, then it, smaller, and then, then it got smaller, smaller again. Well, what they did is they kind of changed the taillight designs in the early '70s and kind of made them a more sleek block taillights. They made it one taillight, but just more kind of modern, you could say. Mm-hmm. And uh, then in the late '70s, they started moving to this weird design. Some people don't even consider them Mustangs because they were just. Yeah. Wait, what what is weird about them? Well, they you could compare them to a Datsun. They were just yeah. I'm sticking my tongue out. Just well, I like the Datsun 240Z, but I don't like anything else that yeah. Datsun makes. The 280Z. Well, Datsun became Nissan, so. Yeah. I like Nissan stuff, I guess. For those of you that don't know, Datsun is Nissan. Yeah. Well, when did, do you know when they switched their name? I don't know. 80s. 80-something. 90s. I think it was 80s, actually, because they had 80s Nissans. Mm-hmm. I wish they kept making the Datsun. I think, actually, Nissan still makes the Datsun. Or they still, they did for a while in foreign countries, but they mm-hmm. don't, they stopped making them in America a while ago. All so. right. Well, moving on to 80s Mustangs, they started coming out with the uh, Fox Body. 
Fox body. So Fox body was more of a boxier. If you look at 80s cars, they're kind of more boxier, but still a pretty cool Mustang. So that's when they started coming out with the uh, 5.0, 5.0 GT, GT. Serious Lee Trays. Yeah. Lee Trays. <laughs> so one thing that they did with the 5.0 and 5.0 LXs and 5.0 GTs, uh, I think they came out with the LX in uh, 86, 87. And what they did is the 5.0 LX was lighter, still had a 5.0 liter engine, and the 5.0 GT was just upgraded, had a lot more power. But fun cool part about it is the LXs were faster because they were lighter, so they could get up to the speed. Wow. Yeah. You know everything. Like, you, <laughs> like if I had a Mustang and I didn't know something, I would go to you before I even went to the internet. <laughs> like, that's... That's who I would go to. I would go to you, not even the internet. So take that as an honor, because the internet has everything. <laughs> yep, sure does. Well, the gear shifter has a little like LED thing on it, and it tells you what gear it is on the shifter. Really? Look. Look at the picture. Oh, that's cool. Oh, none of you can see the picture. Look, everybody. It's got LED <laughs> instead of the simple um, kind of lines, and it shows you what gears they are. That's so cool. It has an LED light on it, and it goes say you go in the first gear it shows a number one second gear number two reverse r pretty I think cool the, thing i think the coolest car in the world would be a mustang and a camaro combined it would be i yeah. like it doesn't even work but it it does i don't know <laughs> i think it would be totally awesome well if you're used to the older designs it just doesn't work it's so wrong but it's so right <laughs> let's go to 90s 90s mustangs oh that's the one your brother has um no my that's, brother has a 2000 is that early 2000 early. is that 2002 exactly 2000 oh yeah that's nice anyways that's nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. on the 2000 or that excuse me 90s mustangs they started going to the sleeker body design it was a much more sleeker car and i think that's when celine came into the picture celine is kind of like shelby just another group of people modifying the car making it cool kind of like rough yeah or Who knows rouch, what rough is it, I don't know who I don't know Ruff, but I can talk about Ruff. Oh, Ruff! For some oh, people. not Ruff. Porsche. Ruff. We have time. Okay, Ruff is um they're like they redo Porsche bodies, and then in video games, since EA secured the licenses to Porsche, then uh, companies have been using Ruff because they they're basically Porsches except they don't have the Porsche name on them and they go slightly faster. Like PGR, PGR Project Gotham Racing, and um, Forza and yeah. Driver. So, yeah, very cool they're games. probably making more money now. So going on to 2000 Mustangs. 2000 Mustangs, they kind of got bigger. Like, you could say fatter. They gained some weight. That's what I think <laughs> when I think of fat. So I just wanted to put that out there. Okay, so. And then finally to a, yes, Anthony, I'm raising, raising your hand. hand. <laughs> I'm raising my hand. Um, so why did they go back to somewhat original? Like... 80s Mustangs look nothing like the 60s Mustangs. And then for the 90s and early 2000s Mustang, they looked more like the original. And then fifth generation, they went completely back to the original design, basically. I think they ran out of uh, ideas, and they thought by <laughs> going back to their roots, they could start again from something new. And they made a lot more money that way. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's when they really got people back in. I mean, it's like, oh, it's it looks the same as the old one. I love it, and then they buy it. Yeah, if you go if you go on the road today, you're gonna at least see one to three we, Mustangs we on were, the road. We were driving from the Mustang dealer, and we saw three Mustangs. Yeah, and 
that's a lot compared to the amount of other cars we saw. So. And that was only a three-mile drive. Thank you again for about the dealer, Tom G., from Earnhardt. And by the way, um, I saw your Hot Wheels tattoo on your right arm, and I thought that was really awesome. Just wanted to let you know. And um, if you like to email the show, send it to voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. And this is the end. My only friend. Just kidding. Um, that's the Doors song for all of you non-Doors fans. But for you Doors fans, I'm glad I could please you. Um, that's going to do it. I still don't get that. Um, thanks for joining us. And I already said the email address. Okay. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Kids and Cars. Your hosts will be back next Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll catch you next week.